This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. The NBA is back. Where else can you get this type of drama? Where else does history hang from the Raptors? Jalen Brown throws it down. Where else is your own city? Home to your biggest rivals. The battle of LA is real, people. And 30 feet is still in range. Hurry, action. Where else can a city this loud be this slept on? Where else is history? Still in the making. Oh, my goodness. Where else? The NBA, only here. Season begins December 22nd on ABC, ESPN, TNT, and NBA TV. This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Welcome to Talking Halo. This is Derek C. Apollo with Jared Timms and John Crane. As we are now back from hiatus and getting ready for a new baseball season, yeah, we're back and getting ready to go. John, how you doing? I just think it's I, I find some irony in that we we were able to we had always had material to do uh, regular podcasts during the off season when there was no baseball and but but when we had the expectation of baseball and this this uh new whatever you want to call it thing it's just it's it's baffling but i'm looking forward to hopefully starting to head kind of remotely on a track of normality of our angels baseball and uh what we have in store for us which is looking pretty optimistic in my in my view jared how about you no i'm you know getting ready um pre-ordered my tom brady uh bucks jersey and yeah be good to go somebody stabbed me oh <laughs> my gosh you do you i think you do that just just to irk me to get the show started okay. i think you just yeah. oh gosh i All know right. he does no well, you know he does so folks before we even get into the show real quick uh, we had a contest running. We actually hit the ticket spot and everything for the opening day shindig. So, of course, that got hit away, destroyed, smashed. And we still want to acknowledge the winner. So what we're going to do, we're going to pick a winner. We're going to invite that winner to come on the show and talk with us. And then we're going to make sure they get opening day tickets next year. All right. I would like to say, I'd like to say, hey, let's go ahead and purchase something else for them. But if I'm honest, I don't know if you guys remember, I have lost my job and that had come out of my pocket. So in the meantime, while we're reloading our fundage, please make sure to not get angry that we didn't pick a winner uh, earlier. We need to know what's going on. And then 
listen in as our, in our next episode, we'll have a winner. We pick randomly out of the, uh, of our entrance and we'll see who gets to come. No, Mama show talk with us, talk some baseball with us, and then we're going to make sure they get open to tickets next year. So that's the plan. Okay. And besides that, if you do enjoy the show, if you're glad we're back from this uh, midsummer hiatus, please, please head on over to Apple Music, leave a five-star review. We'd really appreciate that. And as always, if you have any feedback for us, email us at talkinghillsgmail.com. We are glad always to receive feedback, good or bad. It's always a little frustrating if we get a, a bad review and then no one ever says anything. Well, says the reason why. They're like, well, gee, send, send us an email, let us know, and maybe we can change your mind about leaving that bad review by uh, listening to what you get to say and, you know, you know what I'm saying. Anyways. Share the show out, by the way. We're a year old, a little bit over a year old, and we're happy to get going again. And I guess the first thing I want to ask you guys right away is, do you believe there will be a season? Can you, I mean, it's weird we're saying that as we're getting ready, but we're, we're hearing more reports of some players choosing to opt out. We're seeing rising cases in Florida. We're seeing rising cases in, in various places. It's kind of ironic to doing the whole MLS tournament and the NBA tournament down in Florida. In Florida right now is getting hit hard by COVID. So I want your thoughts. We're going to start with Jared first. Will we have a season? Yeah, you know, there'll probably be a lot of minor leaguers and such, but I, yeah, I, I, I think we do. I hope we do. <laughs> you know, I don't have too much to say on it. I stay out of the news. You know, I stay away from all that. But yeah, I, I mean, they're going to try their best to have a season. So we'll we'll just have to sit back, relax, and wait and see, I guess, unfortunately. John, do we have one? I guess I'm probably a little less confident than Jared. I at this point I I, I don't I don't no, I, I, I don't anticipate us in unless they put they make it even shorter and they do some sort of thing at the end. I don't see how a winner of this season is gonna have any uh, they're not going to be able to do an asterisk on it because I, yeah, like I said, all you need is a few more breakouts, somebody to break out somewhere. And uh, and as far as the Angels go, is it a season if Mike Trout doesn't play? I mean, so I'm not confident that this that this is going to make it all the way through. You know, it's it's weird. You're not confident, Jared. You're more confident. But you're not really paying as much attention to the news. In my end here, I. I see this as being somewhat narrative-driven. The current rise in cases is very, very concerning to me. But in the same token, were not measures already agreed to by the teams and how to deal with it and how to work through the a season, the, the idea to being to test a lot, to keep these guys quarantined, to put them, get them isolated away from everybody else as much as possible. So... You kind of have to figure out how to live in a world where there is a pandemic going on. You just can't not live. So I just look at it and think, will they have a season? I have my doubts like you, John. I'm concerned more about the narratives that kind of that kind of form people's view. And what I mean by that, by the way, is if we look at the news right now, it's Corona all over again dominating it, the world's ending, so on and so forth. You look at the death rates, and they're there. But then the common sense side comes in as well. You have to live at some point. So what's the actual answer? Or I guess we're going to find out. 
And um, on that token, I guess the question for you guys comes to Mike Trout. There's been some talk about Mike Trout, even from him, saying he's not sure how, how he feels about this. Right now, you know, he's got a little one on the way, due next month. Does Mike Trout play this season? And if he doesn't, how does it impact the Angels? Uh, John? I think uh, the last time, I don't know if we had this conversation on here, that, uh, but I just said, there's no way Mike Trout's not playing. But I, I, that's part of, I guess, my skepticism on this whole season is that I, I understand, my wife understands, all I got to do is think about my kids and you, and you you about your kids. And I mean, because I, you know, I, I tell my wife right now, we look at we look at all four of us in the house. And I, I don't believe any of us, if we were to get this uh, COVID or uh, whatever, uh, Corona, uh, I don't think any of us would be in any danger of, of losing our, you know, our life or necessarily even going into the hospital um, because we're not in that 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 high risk uh, group but a baby uh, my first baby with my wife i could see that as being a reason that i might even put you know uh, baseball is very important to mike trout it's his passion it's his life but it's a it's a long long second to his wife and his firstborn child so that's why i'm skeptical about the angel season and mike trout so uh, i don't blame him I mean, it's hard for me to say I don't play him because I, I really want him to play. But if he doesn't play, and, and, and I'm actually leaning towards the direction right now, unless and the media might be spinning this way and making it look this way, but I'm starting to lean in the direction that he ain't going to play. So, Jerry, what about you? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's I, I, again, I had this kind of same conversation with my girlfriend when that news came out was, I totally understand it, you know, and he's going to take a bunch of criticism if he doesn't play. But I totally, I understand it. You know, at the moment, you know, he has a pregnant wife at home. He's going to, like John said, he's expecting a newborn. And, like, there's bigger things than baseball, unfortunately, which sucks to say that, you know. But there are bigger things than, than baseball. And, yeah, I, I totally, totally understand. And I hope that if it does end up being that. And I think, honestly, I think that, you know, he may start the season. I don't think he finishes the season. Um that you know it's it's going to be one of those one of those things i don't think i just you know i understand it and i just hope that he doesn't get too criticized for it and i hope it doesn't hurt him in his career in any way but yeah you know if if i had to guess right now at the very moment you know and i would totally you know it, it is it is what it is but i don't think he finishes the season boy pessimism there was a note that kind of I forget who posted it. There was you know a meme between the players, management, and reaching some kind of agreement that they were happy with what the precautions that were being taken. Now I took that I thought about that and like well they're kind of late having that meeting, so why would they have that meeting? And I'm trying to remember the source. You guys know what I'm talking about if you've been paying attention to the, to the media of late. Why they had the meeting close to now when they've already been in camp? And my thought is it's probably for Mike. You know, Mike's okay with it. He's going to give it a go. So my feeling is, is he's going to play. I don't know if he there's a point where he'll say, you know what, I can't do this anymore and not play. But I also want to point this out too. I don't know if you guys have seen. There's a couple threads been on social media, especially on Facebook, a couple of the of the uh, Angel Facebook groups, and there, they, there are people and they're hammering Trout 
for opting out if he does choose to opt out. And I got to tell you, there was one that really bothered me. It was comparing baseball to soldiers. And I think it's hypocritical in a lot of ways to even really push any kind of narrative that Trout's, that this is some kind of act of service that you should play, that you should be for, you should make yourself do it as a sacrifice for the country. Listen, let me ask you this question, Jared. If you were married, kid in the way, and you had the financial ability to take months off and wait this thing out with the baby on the way, would you do it? 100%. Okay. Uh, 100, 110%. I mean, uh, yes. Definitely. John, would you do it? Yeah, Jared's a much, uh, I think, a more sensitive individual than I was. But I, I will admit that before I had a wife and before I had my kids, I, I looked at, you know, I mean, tragedies are tragedies, but, and, you know, and things happen in the world that are just cruel and unexplainable. But when you actually have your child's face to match to that, when you f- hear of a child pa- dying or being killed or whatever, and you actually have your child's face to, to morph onto it and imagine that pain. So that's why I, it is a game. To me, it's a game changer, the baby. If it was just his wife. I'd say, you know what, you can you can go stay at a hotel with your wife. And, you know, I mean, but the baby bringing it in, that's a game changer. So I, I totally understand. Uh, it's, you know, it's, I think I think I think maybe more people are going to care more about, you know, if he loses stats for a season, people like uh, stat guys like Jared. And I'm not saying I'm not saying that you're thinking this, Jared, but I'm saying in the game of things, they'll say, oh, that year he lost with COVID, you know, he could have been this, he could have been that. And, uh, but I don't think he really cares about that. I think he just likes to play baseball. And right now he's more worried about his, his wife and his kids. And, 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 and there's a lot of talk of death rates. And, and that's why I was expressing about my family. I don't think there's anybody in my family that's in any jeopardy of, of dying from this. You know, I mean, I'm not saying I'm, I'm rooting for us to get it, but, but he, you know, this the situation he has is actually a statistical that could be a problem. And then, uh, you know, a lot of uh, much older people, um, if you have exposure to these people, I understand your concern. But, um, but, and, and to me, this is an area where you don't need any problems. This is your first baby. Uh, if you lose a year, you lose a year, and you got a whole lifetime of of joy and and uh, aggravation. And but but to live with your children and your wife. So I would point this out, though, if you are going to walk away from the game, that's the reason to do it. I'm a father of two, just like you are. My my children are young and I would walk away even if I'm in my prime to make sure that my young children don't have to deal with it. And the, someone can say, well, this is targeting older people. It doesn't mean younger kids can't have it. And here's another thing, too. They're very close to their grandparents. And their, their grandparents are staying pretty well isolated. So let's just say that's, the, I mean, the Trout family we know is pretty cl- close-knit. And maybe they've got a strategy for some of the grandparents to the kid. So let's just say that Mike brings it home to the kid. And the kid passes on to grandma and grandpa. And the kid doesn't get sick at all. But grandma and grandpa do. There are other outside factors in just the kid. You're talking about an entire family member. If, if I want my entire family, family to be able to see the child, spend time with the child, then you got to embark on that strategy. This is not about service to country. They're getting paid the money to play. It's a job. And I think we'd all love the opportunity 
or at least uh, I'm not sure if opportunity is the right word. Correct me if I'm wrong there. The ability, I think we'd all love to have the ability that if we were desperate, if we needed to walk away for a while, I would. I think we'd all be glad to have that opportunity, that ability financially to step away and say, you know what, I'm not doing this year. And do we really think Mike Trout wants to give up a year in his prime, by the way? I don't think anybody would want to do that. I mean, who knows what he loses when he's gone for a year? Will he lose his timing on baseball? Will, will his bat speed be as fast as it was because he's been out of practice for a while? Things change. So I just want to point that out. My, any thoughts on that take? Like I said, I, I give Jared props because he doesn't have kids. So, and he still has this, this thought process. And like I said, I'm repeating myself, but to me, it's a game changer when you can actually realize what he's, what he's, what's important to him now. And this decision he's making is putting in prior, prioritizing what's important to him now. Um, you know, if he were to not play another game, he'd still be, he'd still have enough money to live. Uh, he is going to play a lot more games, I hope. I uh, hope just we wipe this all away and everything cleans up and next year we have a regular season. But so I think the people that are critical of him might be me when I was Jared's age. Uh, but I'm not Jared's age anymore. So I've changed my view on some things. Fair enough. All right. So that in mind with him, how would the Angels do in you guys' opinions without Trout this year? given? The other improvements being to the team, given the fact we haven't had any out, any people saying I'm not playing among the rest of the team, a year without Trout, how do you think it goes, Jared? I mean, you look at Mike Trout has been the best player. Like he's put up, I I I feel like he's put up more WAR than the rest of the team has. He's put up better stats, obviously, than the rest of the team has. Just almost combined in a sense. so, I mean, you take that away from a lineup. I mean, from a baseball perspective, it's you don't. I mean, think about when they've lost him with from injury. I mean, actually, they played better with without him one time. I forgot what injury it was. And it might have been the wrist injury. They were like five games above 500 without him. And it was like, what in the world is going on? But, I, you know, it's you, you don't you don't replace a bat like that. If you're looking from a baseball perspective, you, you it's it's impossible. You know, it's it's not, it's like, yes, you can put Shohei Otani there, but now you're losing, you know, and, and Rendon's a great piece to have. So, I, I mean, I guess technically your lineup's back to where it was last year. But, you know, having Trout or Rendon, you know, even Pujols and Otani and La Stella and, and a healthy Upton, I mean, it's it's a, it's a scary lineup. And it's a scary lineup without Trout, but with Trout, it's it's an unbelievably scary lineup, one of the best lineups in baseball. So, yeah, not having Trout in in the lineup is it would be real tough. So I, you know, I, I just I, I don't know record wise. You know, do they drop an extra ten games? Do they drop an extra five games? I'm I'm not 100 percent sure, but I know that it's it's tough to lose a bat like that 100. percent So, John, how do you view the season without Mike? Uh, let's see. We're going to take the best player in baseball off your roster. I don't see how we can be any better. How this can help us in any way, shape, or form. Um, and I guess, and I guess, I, I guess the question I and the question I posed to you before the show, which is an interesting take, because this is going to give us. I'm assuming I would like to see a very early arrival, if not uh, of Joe Adele. I mean, I'm looking at this season as as sort of a wash. I no matter. I mean, though. Because it is a shortened season, that is an advantage to the Angels by every, uh, by you know, definitely a, an advantage for us. 
So I'm not going to say we're not competitive, but we are. If if Trout were to not to play, that would give us a lot of experimental situations where Joe Adele. We're going to see a lot of Joe Adele. We're going to be able to really feel this roster. And if let, you know, and, and the question I posed to you kind of facetiously because I don't think it's possible. But if the Angels were to have playoff success, um, does that make Trout expendable? Does that make Joe Adele? Do you know, I mean, if if you if you have playoff success without the best player in baseball on your team, uh, is he now a potential trade piece for more pitching that we sorely need? Or like I said, but that's a long shot. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think we're going to be better better off without him. I think you have to just understand that you may have a small streak like what they had last. I think it was last May. What you're referring to, Jared, when he had that you know that five game stretch where the Angels were better, um, but I, I look at it, they have in the sh- in a short season they had to go to get hot. Their pitching is better. It's going to take lineups a while to get used to their rotation compared to a one or two game season where they have a whole season to get used to it. Now they're it's going to be different. It's just going to they still have a chance. I don't think that it can it can last long. But they have a chance. They are a better team than they were last year. So I just can't imagine Trout not playing at all, though. I think if anything, he plays for the first month, and then kid's born, and he, and he makes a call. And by then, but they I, might be doing all right. That doesn't make sense to me, though. If you're trying to, I mean, he could, if he was going to contract anything, he could easily crack, contracted two months, two, two weeks before the baby's born. I, 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 if if this is his reason, I, I, I don't think he should play at all. I don't think he should play. But obviously he is right now, right? He's still running around with his mask on. At least that's the pictures I'm seeing. Uh, so he is interacting with people. So if he's if he he is playing right now. So if he's playing right now, I don't understand how that's going to be that much different during a regular season because he's still just basically going to be around the same people, I guess, with the exception of other teams. But he plays right field. So I mean, right, excuse me, center field. So if he truly wanted to stay away from other players, he's pretty much in a good position to stay away from other players. The only player he would be. And he caught, well, I guess he would be, if he was on first, he'd be standing near the first baseman, and he's definitely going to be standing next to the catcher. But uh, it's not like he's on first base or an infield position where he's constantly standing next to different people every uh, day. So, me, I think he, he either plays the whole season or, or why, why are you playing at all? Because he loves baseball. I mean, it's still clear the guy loves the game. If he could play some, it's better than playing none. But aren't you at equal risk? You play some, you play, you know, you're still risking it then. But that's you're the still point, risking though, John. it. Right you're now, still gonna, you, yeah, you are at risk every day of, of contracting something. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to decide personally what, well, not what, how much risk you're willing to take. How much are you willing to put yourself out there? And we don't know where, what his mindset is on that. We just know it concerns him. I don't know if. That concern runs deep, or if it's just been something on his mind, or if he's made up his mind already, hey, you know what, I'm going to play to this day, or I'm not going to play at all. Jared, what are your thoughts? Do you think he, do you think this is an either or? You, either you play or you don't? No, I, I don't. I think we're going to see a lot of players opt out 
as the season goes on. I, I at least from what I know, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's just, it's a tough situation. Like we, like we said, it's, it's, it's going to end up being up to him at the end of the day, how comfortable he feels, especially with his family after, after the baby's born, you know, and, and everything up to Jessica, you know, up to, I mean, how, I mean, I'm not a dad, like, you know, did, did you guys want to stay home all the time with your newborns? You know, maybe he doesn't, maybe he's going to get to that point. It's like, I really don't want to be here anymore. I don't think that's going to be the case. And I don't know that's going to be the case, but I mean, you guys, you guys are the dads. Did you guys want to stay home uh, two weeks, three weeks, a month after your newborn, you know? Well, it's not about if you want to or not. Sometimes you kind of need to. Your, your wife it. might just lose her mind. <laughs> I, I went on a I went on a, a retreat uh, a couple weeks after my my second my younger daughter was born uh, with my father in law. So it was just a weekend retreat. But I remember enjoying that retreat because I didn't have to hear the con- the the regular crying just for that short two days I was gone. It was a short amount of time. My wife kind of gave me stink eye, but I was going with her dad. So really, so there is something to be said, but yeah, but you, but you want to be there. You really do. I mean, uh, I I guess I'm not going to speak for everybody, but it's pretty cool. You have this kid that's yours. And uh, while they do cry, that's, that's part of the game. Um, As I, and as also, as I tell um, um, Derek uh, regularly, you think it's hard then. It gets, just gets harder when they get older. <laughs> so it's a, the, the diapers stop, though, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should hope they do. And you and you <laughs> wish that was your only problem. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's uh, I, I I get my crowd as being somebody who's 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 into this having a, a kid and and the things that you're gonna he's already gonna well he would he would be missing things if he was going on the road, but I don't know if, if everything was in a normal world, how that would be working for him. But I, this is just, I don't know, man. I don't know. We got to wait till he says yay or nay. I mean, it's coming soon. Season starts in two weeks. Kid will be born, what, in about a month or less? I mean, that's, that's soon. Very soon. It could, you know, the birth alone could be the game changer right there. I mean, it could be, yeah. It could be. Okay, so other things going on. The rest of the team, Pujols, Otani, Upton. Do we get a full shortened season from them? What do you think? Uh, I I think if we don't get a full season, well, uh, Pujols, you never know. Pujols, you never know. Because he's of his age. If we don't get a full season out of Otani, that is going to be very troubling to me and I think to a lot of fans because we've had a lot of time to rehab all this, the surgery, to fix everything. And so if he can't make a complete season out of this season, that's going to be concerning to me in the long run. Uh, Upton... I'm expecting a full season out of Upton. That was kind of, he missed his spring training last year, right? I mean, he's so, uh, I think, I yeah. So I say full season Upton. I sure as heck expect and hope a full season out of, out of Otani. Um, and uh, Pujols wild card, you never know. He's not going to play as much. So I think we'll get a full season out of him because he'll probably, you know, sit down and, 
and not play every day. So I think we will we'll get a full season out of all three. Sure. Jared? Yeah, I, I, I think, you know, I mean, barring injuries season-wise, I think that you get what you, you know, you're, you're going to get full seasons out of most of these guys, barring injuries and such like that. You know, if they're here now, I think they stick around the whole the whole year. You know, I think that that's the, I mean, these guys love it. They do it for a reason. Um, not to mention they're getting paid pretty well. So Albert Pujols is getting paid pretty well to, you know, do this. So I don't see why, you know, they, they wouldn't in a sense. But again, we just, we just don't know, unfortunately. All right. So well, let, let me let me ask you one other qu- real, one quick question. So let's say Otani something goes wrong on with his arm and he doesn't pitch this year. Do we? Are there talk? Is there thoughts? Is there people saying let's just that's it? Give up on the pitching. Just he's a hitter. Let's just keep him as a hitter. Does that become a conversation? He's such a good pitcher. Like the little that we saw, that it's so hard not to not to dream on it. You know, it, it's so difficult not to, but. At the same time, it you know he's pretty dang valuable as a hitter as well. I mean, if you were to get 162 games out of him playing whatever position, first base, uh, playing an outfield position, what wherever wherever you want to put him, even I mean I don't even know how good of a fielder. Uh, obviously, Rendon's at third base, so that kind of exits that idea that I've been thinking. I forgot about Rendon, which is bad. But yeah, you know, I mean, it's 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 so difficult to take him away from pitching because I think he's more valuable pitching. But at the same time, he's such a good hitter as well that, you know, it's, I don't, it's, it's tough. It really is. I mean, you can maybe do you throw him in the bullpen. Like, do you, I, I don't know. I, I think I'm, I'm fairly certain that he's healthy enough to pitch. I don't know. I don't think there's going to be any other issues. Maybe, maybe we might see a drop in velo and we may see, you know, a little hesitation, I guess, hesitancy from him, but you know, he should, he's going to be a hundred from everything I'm hearing. He's a hundred percent ready to go. And, you know, he's going to be pitching, you know, day three, day two, day Sundays. I don't know what Madden has in store yet, but yeah, it'll, it'll be, it'll be interesting. And I expect that Joe Madden uses him a lot more than Mike Sosha did. And Brad Osmus didn't get the chance to do it, but you know, I, I expect that Madden will be using him a lot, a lot more than what Sosha did. You know, I think that he may play, 55 you know if not every single one of those games this season in some capacity pinch hit on dh or pitching so it's going to be exciting to see what madden has in store i'm interested in seeing how these players perform as it is to start spring training then be down for basically four months come back again i wouldn't put past any kind of injury wouldn't put past any kind of a uh, major problem. I'm worried about Upton, who had his injuries last year, but been healthy most of his career. But sometimes when you hit age 30, when those injuries start happening, and then life throws you curveballs, it all heads downhill real fast. So I'm, I'm really interested to see what kind of condition Upton is for the season, if he's fully recovered, and if so, uh, how he hits the baseball. If he put in the work, then this team will probably be still probably still be a good offensive team even without Mike Trout. It'll be great, but it'll still be good. We'll find out. I, th- I think that, at least with Pujols, I think he'll be, I think he'll actually, we may get a better year out of him than we had last year because he's had a rest. I mean, he has not, for 60 game season, he's not doing a full once to two and wearing that older body out. So I think, barring any kind of physical injury, 
this may be a good hurrah for him as he, the Angels pass away another year on this contract. All right, so one more thing before we get out of here, and that is, Jared, I want you to just kind of fill everybody in and kind of explain how things are working with the farm system this year. But what do you know? I mean, I know there's no season. Um, everything's still changing, though. I did a, I did a top 30 list in March. It came out right before I uh, right about the shutdown. And then now, it, you know, everything's getting changed up. I've added five, five new spots. I'm at 35 now, um, you know. But, yeah, you know, it's everybody's still improving. You know, every, we're still getting reports on the farm system. Who's, you know, who's up, who's down, who's doing well. You know, I mean, I'm excited to see, you know, what Chris Rivera has in store. He's on the 60-man roster. Hector Yawn's on the 60-man roster. Um you know, I'm I'm just excited to see what all these youngsters really, you know, have in store. And it could be their time to shine. You know, I mean, you look around baseball and a lot of really good young players are on these 60, 60 man rosters. And, you know, the number one prospect in baseball, Wander Franco, is is, I believe, on the roster for Tampa Bay. And Tampa Bay is already scary enough to add another guy like that who's 19, 20 years old. And, you know, that's 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 scary enough as it is. So. You know, I think in, in baseball in general, it's going to be super cool to see these youngsters as far as a minor league season goes. Obviously, this season got canceled. Um, I know that, you know, some have been I, I'm pretty sure that they're still able to work out in Arizona. Um, if not, they're at, at home working out. You know, everybody's still staying in shape. The Angels really didn't have as many. Um, they didn't cut as many guys. They didn't release as many guys as what everybody were anticipating. I think it might have been three guys maybe if what i heard was correct i don't don't even quote me on that but you know there was some you know miscommunication on some guys i am not gonna say names or anything like that but um yeah it's it, it's super interesting i don't i don't know you know i haven't heard too much about the minor leagues in general but i just know guys are getting better and it'll be super excited to see them when next year rolls around all right hey question yeah. just real, real quick one answer so is uh, uh, Joe Adele? Is he is he in the running for Rookie of the Year this year? Does he does he does he got a shot? Is he there, are, there are so many going to be so many good young rookies this year. I don't even know like how you begin to have a have a contest for Rookie of the Year. But I mean, if he plays thirty games, yeah, why not? You know, he's gonna if he plays thirty games, he's probably gonna hit six, seven, eight home runs, and that could be, you know, what enough in a sense to lead rookies. Um, you know, unless you get some rookies, obviously that'll be playing 50, 60 games. So, you know, it'll be interesting, but yeah, you know, if he can get 30, maybe 40 games under his belt, I don't see why you wouldn't be able to throw him in the mix, especially if he does what he, you know, capable of doing and what we've seen down at the minor league level, even though we've only seen it up to double a, he had a little bit of a tough streak in triple a, he looked good in some games, other games, it was just okay, you know, but yeah, you know, I, I I don't see why you wouldn't be able to throw him in the mix if he plays. Like I said, thirty forty games is going to probably be key there. So, cool. All right. So I'm still hesitant on the Joe Adele front, but we'll see. Well, we're going to see real soon. We're going to see how this all plays out. I'm wondering how Joe Madden handles the season, and I guess we'll have to find out together. So, folks, that's our show for the day. You can follow us on Twitter at Talking Halos. You can follow me on Twitter at DC Paul. You can follow Jared at Jared underscore Tims. You can find John or follow John at Jake's Crane John all on Twitter. Don't forget, Facebook has a group as well, the 
uh, Talking Heroes group and our normal page as well. So, all that in mind, we'll be back midweek as we begin getting closer and closer to, yes, a 60-game annual season. We're out of here. can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.